with the Spurs foul. Miami going for the three right away. Just attack the basket. James catches, puts up the three. Will go. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. His three-pointer. Welcome to the Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Boom shakalaka! What's good, everyone? Welcome to the crossover. I am your regular host, Matty G, and Matty O'Brien is overseas on a tropical island somewhere. And the man who just lives his life like he's on a tropical island every single day is with me, Jake Skidmore. How you doing, guy? Um, good, Matty G. Thank you very much for having me, mate. I mean, uh, yeah, I wish I was where Matty O'Brien was right now, but he's uh, to a froppy to Matty. I'm sure he's uh, he's smacking some down over there in Fiji, just loving his loving his life and living his best one. So. I know we've got a few photos of him as well. Seems like um, the people over there in Fiji are getting a massive amount of coin from Fiji Golds, courtesy of Mr. O'Brien. Yeah, I think every single picture that I've seen of him is an uh, is an undercarried shot of him with something, uh, some form of alcohol going down his throat. So we love to see that. We love to see it. And yep. he'll come back with a slight addiction to Carver. As we're addicted to the NBA season, this is the second installment of the crossover. We are going to be breaking down the week ahead. I've sent you some notes, Skitty. I'll be making some notes. We've been, we look at the week ahead and what's going on in your fantasy. We look at the games for the day. And so, Skitty, for the first ever time, here's a segment for you because we've got some our segments starting up. Hey, this is the first one we're going to do today's Rewind. You like that, Skidmore? Look at your eyes. You're like, look at that. His animations and everything. Have you been cooking up in the kitchen? My God, I'm impressed. I'm in the lab, baby. I'm in the lab yeah. just doing some graphics. We go through the day's games today. Uh, the Pistons being victorious. A two-and-ones Piston team. Look out mm-hmm. with a one and two Bulls team. I love that because I took the under on the Bulls, 118 to yep. 102. Major takeaways, major performance of the day is Jalen Duran. I've said mm-hmm. we said it the other day. If he was on your wire, because he was on the wire in some leagues, you pick him up 23 points today, 15 rebounds, looking like a king. And Zach Levine, highlight 51 points. Yeah, Big numbers right. from Zach after a couple of shit house no games. Assists. So that's always nice to see. But yes, on Duran as well, quickly, man. I'm pretty sure he's missed, well, he's had three games, and I think he's missed four or five shots for the year. Like, he's been unbelievable. He has been absolute. And he was around, I know, in one of the – that we have a rookie insight league, so for some newbies that are in that one, he was snapped off the waiver wire on, I think, Friday afternoon. Finally, we were like we, – we were pumping him all week, and someone said, I'll give him I'll, – I'll, I'll take a chance was the comment. And good I was chance. like, good, good chance, very good chance. We've been saying it all week long. Uh, big performance there. Um Major news coming out, injury status for the Chicago Bulls and the Pistons. Uh, Isaiah Livers, their power forward, is making progress. He's going to be reevaluated in four weeks. So pretty much the status quo, no real um, details on that one. Monte Morris is still out with the quad strain, and Bojan Bogdanovic is still coming out for four weeks there. On the side of the Bulls of Chicago, nothing. They're, they're just healthy again, but they're not playing they're well. Still shit. They're still shit. You were, I think, what was it? You were in a group chat yesterday and you were like, hey, in other news, they're shit. Yeah. Yeah. I also had a bit of, um, I had Patrick a bit Williams. Of hated remarks hey. towards uh, Levine and Patrick Williams. And Levine turned around. Patrick Williams did not. He uh, played 21 minutes for zero points today. So just a nice day of cardio for him. Hopefully he bounces back um, and comes into some form soon because that was shit. It was. And look, Vucevic down today, 12 points, four rebounds. Look, this is, he's going to be up and down. Like, obviously, the guy with the hot hand today was Zach Levine. And when you've got a guy dropping 50 points in the NBA, you can pretty much assure yourself that every single one of the touches ultimately is going to be with the guy on your team, especially if you're losing, to put your points up. That doesn't excuse 28 minutes from Kobe White, who had a decent game yesterday and then absolutely shocking. Minus 10 today, zero points, one assist, two rebounds. Do you move on for him yet? No. Nah, he is nah, keep, keep holding. Yeah, starting point guard, you've got to just keep holding. I thought it was a great game by Caruso as well today, uh, 13 and 13. Yeah. So um, that was good. But we can't uh, talk about the Pistons and the Chicago Bulls game without going past Cade Cunningham. That was a 
fantastic game by him. He looks like he's just reading the off uh, the defense so well uh, yep. for Detroit. So another twenty five and ten assists. So if you did reach on him, uh, you'd be absolutely stoked with uh, how he's performing so far. And then, look, six from seven from the line. We like that as well from Cade. We, we would like the threes to come up. The one a game is fine. I guess this touches back on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna play a fun game with you later on. By the way, I've got, a, I've got a fun oh, game. I, actually, I don't know if it's gonna be fun or not. We'll find out if it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna say <laughs> fun. This listeners out there, it's gonna be a very fun game, and Jake is going to love it, and we, and we're going to be absolutely fine with that. Um, yeah. Also, by the way, waiver wire ads are going off right now, left, right, and central. Um, in one of our leagues. So I'm getting my phone blowing up with that one. For the <laughs> end of the week. Uh, look, Asar Thompson, um, look, yeah, again, yeah. this is the what you're getting in for. Five assists, 12 rebounds, one steal, one block, nine points, three from seven efficiency uh, from the field. Again, it is not there. It does not exist from him. But again, he is a rookie. You bear with him and you see what yeah. comes out of that one. But what I'm liking to see is I'm starting to see some more minutes from Jaden Ivey and Alec Burks. These are guys we want to target. We'll talk about those later on for this one. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, do you, want to hear, do you want to hear a new segment we've got? These guys are absolute. Targets acquired. They are waiver targets. Thank you. They are waiver targets, especially Alex well Burks. This is how they're going to put their rotation out there. 26 minutes to Alec Burke, 6 from 12 from the field. Those six were threes. So that's six three-pointers to help you win your league for the week at the end of the day if it's close. 18 points, two rebounds. Oh, look, you got a block. There's no real peripherals there. But if you're looking for points yeah. and threes, Burks is someone you might want to put on your waiver wire. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I mean, he, he does what he does, and he's just that flamethrower off the bench. Like, think like like Lou Will, what he used to do back in um, mm. Clippers. So it's that kind of kind of thing. And, yeah, until Bogey comes back, it's, it's a fair shout. I mean... Um, yeah, he, he's going to get you the threes. He's going to put up a shitload of shots. Let's just hope they go in. Otherwise, your field goal percentage is down the toilet. I would like to propose to you one of the best bets right now in our next game, Cap of the Rebound. I'm going to bring this up on the tote right now so I'm not misleading anyone as I call it okay. out because there, there, are certain, there are certain bets that just hang around in the ether out there on whatever provider that you are with that seem to last for a little bit longer, including regular season wins and losses. The first few games they kind of just hang around and you can get one on pretty much most teams, including the Memphis Grizzlies right now are still at 43 and a half wins. The under is now dropped to 177, And I think that is one of the best bets currently. Now I know jars out for 25 games, but you take 25 games out there's zero and three to start the season. They got beaten by the wizards today. 113 to 106. I've just picked up Jaron Jackson in one of my leagues because thought the window for buy a low on Triple J was there, and I've worked yeah. on that one. And it is. He's not – look, he's, he's getting some stats up. But no, Desmond Bain – I don't think he looks horrible. I think he, I think the system is completely broken over there right now. He doesn't seem to have his shot. He's He, he was decent yesterday. Like he was very good yesterday. Maybe it was the second night of a back-to-back, What's, not playing well for the Grizzlies, to be fair. Because, sorry, I mean, Desi Bain had a much better game. No, he was all right yesterday. He was all right. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Okay. He was. He was all right. So I'll bring up his stats from yesterday and you compare them to today. Uh, yesterday, his last games were uh, 21 points, uh, nine rebounds, two assists, three block shots, um, yep. and 69% from the field. And, yeah, 50% from the line is not great, but he is a much better free throw shooter than that. So, yeah, I'll take him every single day of the week. I, I like Triple J. But, again, this is there might be some buy low on him. Uh, obviously, if you picked up Xavier Tillman, that's going all right for you. Kenny Lofton mm-hmm. made a five minutes, but Roddy is, seems to be the guy off the bench. He seems to be the guy on your waiver wire targets for the week ahead. Uh, with the Wizards, you're Kuzma. You're Kyle Kuzma. Hey, Again, have an absolute, you loved Kuzma. 13 rebounds. You love to see the rebound work that he's putting in there this year. Yeah, that's, that's the main thing along with his points. I mean, when I was... Uh, high on him. I knew that the field goal percentage was going to be arse because um, he just loves to shoot his shots. So that's yes. fine. But I'm, I, you know, I have punt, punt field goal percentage builds with Kuzma in them. But the 13 rebounds is beautiful. Any extra little stats, it's fantastic. We just, uh, if the shots go in, yeah, no, nah, this this is all on the Kuz train. So happy with Mate, that. Your your plus leader though on plus 13 for the game was Jordan Poole. I thought I'd mm. see that they were. Plus anything, 27 points. Look, the efficiency, again, shithouse. Him and Kuz actually tied for the most shots in the game, 23. Oh, sorry, for the Wizards. 23 each. 
Twos hit nine. Jordan Poole hit eight. But the, the threes, four from 12, disgusting. Seven from nine from the line, you like that. But he did round it out with four rebounds. Oh, only only two assists. But he did get a steal and a block, which is things that he's not going to do every time. Yeah, he got yeah, a steal and a block. Right. The five turnovers as well is probably yeah. more in line. Um, I was super impressed with Corey Kispert to start the game. My God, he had 22 points in probably about, oh, I'd say about six minutes and then did fuck all else for the rest of the game. So, um, shout out to you, Corey. You're never going to see that. Pull over by this hot guy and let me out. Yeah, that's right. That's for, yeah, you like that one. Yeah, that was for you. I mentioned this to you the other night. I said I've got him, I've got a Peter Griffin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pull over and pick up that hot guy again. He's not these guys are looking for. We said it from the beginning of the season. Points and three pointers is something you can pick up off the wiver. Corey Kispert is one of those hot guys that you're going to be able to pick up, especially because there's a lot of opportunity for him uh, this year and. Opportunity this year, 28 minutes of basketball for the New Orleans Pelicans getting up over the New York Knicks today for Zion Williamson, 24 points, five rebounds, two assists and a steal. I traded him basically in a package for Triple J. I Look, I love that I'm seeing it. I don't know how long it's going to last for. But again, this is what we wanted to see Zion Williamson on the court doing. We just wanted to see Zion here on the court playing basketball, a plus 11 for the day, 12 from 17 from the floor. Mate, you'd love to see it for the New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, mate, and he looked really bloody dominant too, especially against a bigger body in Julius Randle. So he looked like he just dominated. So it was fantastic to see. Um, I thought Ingram was um, easily best on, though. 26 points, seven rebounds, three assists. Did kill my multi uh, because I need him for four assists, but that's neither here or there. Um, And shot 11 of 17. So um, those two at the helm are just fantastic. But um, the the other takeaway that I noticed is, um, what the Pelicans did last year as well was when Zion did play, Valanciunas's minutes went down, and that's exactly what happened in this game again. Um, yep. Jonas only played 21 minutes, uh, and Matt Ryan actually got the uh, got the nod for a bit more floor Thanks. spacing. Yeah, Matt Ryan, who shot one of eight from three, but obviously they really value that floor spacing. But when Trey Murphy comes back, um, expect to see Valanciunas's minutes stay a bit more down, and then they'll run the uh, lineup with Trey Murphy in there and Zion as centre. It's, it's 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 a wonderful thing when you can look down and in 22 minutes, Dyson Daniels is still a plus 11, going one from seven from the floor. Didn't hit his, one of his four free throws, didn't hit one of his three three-pointers, but still came out with four rebounds, three assists, and a steal for the on your dice. And we love, we love our home. We love yeah. our homegrown talent. We don't just favor them over Americans. We just like our Australians because we support them. We're not going to rank them above anyone for the no sake. But what I did love to see is I love to see the – I do love to see the sneaky value in one Mr. Herbert Jones. Herbie the the Love Pelican, four from six um, from the field. Again, he takes the shots that the other guys are going to dish out to him because he's going to be open because so much attention gets placed on Zion Williamson, so much attention on Brandon Ingram, even attention in the the pick and roll game with Valanciunas and – and McCollum, it's an easy pick out for him. But yeah, Herbie's Herbie's going to get you. But the three blocks from him today was mm. what you love to see. Like that's a nice yeah. little bit of a tasty thing you want to keep your eye on, just to see the role that he's getting and the defensive stats. He's not going to replicate that. He's not going to be a league leading three shots, block shots a game kind of guy. But we do like Herbie as a as a long term target. Your Cavs today uh, going down to the paces. I believe Kingy Adam King was over at this one. I think he's, oh no, he's in Indiana. I know he's over there. I know he's really yeah, keen. He's got to is over there. Yeah, Look, the big news today, the big news today, you love this one. Jesus today was, you like that. Donovan Mitchell. I'm yeah. going to tell you, I'm going to, have some, I'm going to bring some stuff on this one. This is the injury news. The injury update is that uh, Donovan Mitchell was out on the back of Darius Garland being out for the last couple of days. And Jared, and Jared Allen. Allen's out. This is three of yeah. your top five blokes. On the injured yeah. bench, um, yeah. What's how do you, uh, short-term injuries? They're all day-to-day currently listed, uh, but uh, Jared Allen won't play in Saturday. He was just a flat out. So another week yeah. on the bench. What do you? What's, what, what's happening with Jared Allen? So in, in- Jared Allen had a bone bruise in his foot uh, from preseason game. They gave it a two-week uh, reevaluation from that preseason game, which was probably about a week or a week and a half ago. Um, so he's still probably got another couple of days left until he's re-evaluated and then we'll get another hearing on that. DG's doesn't seem too bad, even though he missed the last game as well. Um, so I think they've been a little bit more cautious with him. Uh, and then 
Donovan had a bit of a tight hamstring before the game today. It was a game time decision and then didn't get up for it. So um yeah, bit of a bit of a pain. The Cavs started out red hot though. I mean Karis Levert had 19 points in the first quarter and looked unstoppable. And then yep. Tyrese Halliburton uh, and the Pacers decided to just run all over him. Um, Aaron Neesmith was just – he was phenomenal. It just felt like every single time they needed a bucket, Neesmith was like, he yeah, was here I am. Got it. And then – 26 right points, like, nine rebounds for the bloke today. Like, no other yeah. peripherals. He didn't get an assist, no steals, nothing. But but that's what they needed today. They needed those points. They needed the shooting. And he spaced the floor really, really well. Um, I don't know. Did you see uh, the end of the game where um, – uh, so the, it was about a three-point game with about four minutes or three minutes or so left to go, and a fan was talking shit to Tyrese Halliburton, and Halliburton rattled off three he threes was straight. Back. Yeah, he jumped back at him, and he was like, "This is your fault." And I sat there and I thought to myself, "That fan, fuck you. That's you don't talk shit to Tyrese Halliburton. That's a bad man." That's a bad man. And look, Tyrese Halliburton was a top five pick for a reason today. And look. Mm-hmm. seven from 16 from the field, three from three from the line, four three-pointers to put them over the line. I know I've tried. Can we still? Can I still trade you for Tyrese Halliburton? I'll give you my vote. No. You know I love Tyrese Halliburton. Fuck you. Yeah. I mean, thank you, Skitty. <laughs> I love you. It's possibly a trade in the future. Man, um, look, I love not, Tyrese. I'm not giving him up. Yeah, well, I've got Darius Garland. And I know you want Darius. I'll put him in a package. Anyway, all I'm saying is that I love Tyrese <laughs> Halliburton. Beginning with, I, I, but I did Obi Toppin. I am... Not an Obi Toppin apologist. I still like what he can bring. I just think this team is is incredibly deep depending on the matchup and what they're getting. And Jarris Walker didn't even play today. No. Like, you know, this is – Cleveland was up and then then Cleveland got smoked in the second quarter. This is one of those games that it just it, – it was matchup dependent. Obi yeah. Toppin had a solid game yesterday. Not a great one. Only 18 minutes for today. And I picked him up. Skitty, you're in – this is – it's my personal league. Like, my friend's – that I've, we've been running for 10 years together. I picked up that trade. I picked up Obi Toppin and I, I gave up THT for him. And I was messaging yeah. with the guy in my league, shout out to Ken, what's up, Ken, um, about it. And I was like, did we just both fuck each other over really hard today? <laughs> because we just looked at the performances halfway through the jazz game. We're like, I'm so, and then he, I'm like, I'm so sorry. And he's like, I'm sorry. I saw Obi's minutes. And it was just, <laughs> I'm not an apologist, but I'm one, I am, I'm not, if they're a hot free agent at this point in time, I might be tempted to drop Obi, but I am not an apologist and I hope for good things because you've also need to look at the trend there was Benedict Matherin only had 17 minutes today, yeah. 10 shots in those 17 minutes, 13 points, but only one assist. So they pulled those two guys. They fed the hot hand in Naismith, Nemhard. Those were the guys doing the work. So they just let them play. And that's the system. Yeah. And if that's what's going to happen, that's what's going to happen. That's exactly what happened. So yeah, Naismith got hot and they were just like, no, we're not putting Toppin back on. He was just too influential. And then also um, uh, Jalen Smith was uh, eating up Damian Jones um, during that time. Um, so, yeah, they they just did that. But I'm sick of talking about how the Pacers kicked their ass. I want to talk about some positives for the Cavs. Um, Evan Mobley, 33-14, three assists. Um, mm. Looked really bloody good uh, against Turner. Um, I thought he, he played well. He's just got to... He just needs to fill out a little bit more um, to be able to take on these bigger body centers, but that's all right. It will come. I thought uh, Carousel Verdi's first quarter was on really ended up with 31, eight, five assists. He dog shitted all over your free throw attempts. We always say free throws win games and Levert going three of nine was not it. And I thought Struce played a really, really good game, actually. Um, 21, 11 and six. with four threes, uh, perfect from the line as well. Um, he's a really good connector, which I didn't realize he had in that ga- in his game. Um, threw down a dunk too, which I don't think I've ever seen him do. So um, I was really surprised with how well the Cavs actually played without um, a point guard there. Um, if you have Mobley and you're worried uh, about that, he plays a lot better when DG plays just because DG is such a good playmaker. It, it was hard. There was a lot of feed the ball into Mobley in the post um, kind of action that kind of resulted in a lot of missed shots. But, um, yeah, it, it, they'll get better for that. That's uh, I, I thought it was a pretty solid performance against a good team when you don't have your number one ball handler, your number two ball handler, or your primary backup ball handler. So that was a uh, a fair thing. Also, shout out to Amani Bates getting his first run in the uh, NBA. Good yeah, on you. Yeah, 
level three to start off your career, but that's all right, mate. Keep on keeping on. And look, we're going to do this as a, another segment. We're going to do this. As, we're going to get through this news really quickly for the next three so we can look at the week ahead. What about this one, Skidmore? Look at your face. You're like, what is what is G going to play now? It's this. Back yes, in news. breaking news, the Philadelphia 76ers are still very good at basketball. And I think the big news with that is that everyone was very concerned what was going to happen with James Harden. You can forget that. The reason in early drafts that I drafted Tyrese Maxey in the fourth or fifth round when he was still sitting there and I was wondering what everyone was doing was that this is what he is capable of until we have further notice. Seven from nine from three-point line, 12 from 20 from the field, 34 points, seven assists, six rebounds, and a block shot. But your MVP from last year is still on the team, and his name is Joel Embiid, 34 points, eight assists, nine rebounds. They're playing good basketball in Philadelphia. They start the season at one and one, going up against yesterday's surprise winners in the Raptors. And big news, we called it very early on, bounce back Barnsley. If you've got Scotty Barnes in your fantasy team, you're very happy. 11 from 16 from the field, two from five from deep, which is what we want to see. We want to see those threes up. A couple of game from Scotty is amazing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. He played He played an absolute ripper. Um I, I, everything that Barnes has been doing this year is kind of what we all were hoping were gonna was gonna happen, um, and it's actually for the first three games come to fruition. So it's fantastic. Also, a nice surprise from Dennis Schroeder again, fifteen and ten, another double double for him. So he's playing out yep. of his mind since he's gotten to Toronto. I love it for Dennis Schroeder. And look, the efficiency isn't always going to be there. Five from 14 from the field. No. You got him late. You got him late. If you're punting, and we, I think we called it in one of our shows, Skitty. We were like, if you're punting field goal percentage, Dennis Schroeder is a must-own player in this role. We we can't take that uh, OG Ananobi was out today, obviously opening up more opportunities. Gary Trent Jr. slipping yep. into the starting lineup from them, 17 points from him. Not his usual self. Uh, he's starting to be dropped in a few leagues. Just monitor that Gary Trent Jr. situation. He does have a notable role in the Raptors. He will get you threes. He will get you points. And he's very crafty with steals. So that's, yep. that's what we want to have it just keep our eye on. But again, just seeing these block shots in this defensive, like Scotty Barnes is ranked currently the second in the NBA in block shots. Number one is yeah, Chet, right. Zubach is number two. And then you've got two guys, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Scotty Barnes, tied on second with Jalen Duran and then Anthony Davis. Like, that's insane. That's what you want to see from him. It's, yep. a, it's a very fair effort. Uh, the Boucher minutes, not really there. But again, the guys you want to keep your eye on are Melton. 32 minutes today. He went one from seven. This is when guys will drop guys. When they when they're inefficient from the field, they won't look at the five rebounds. They won't look at the four assists, the one steal, the one block. They'll see the one from seven efficiency, and be like, oh, "Fuck that guy," and get him out of there. Yep. But DeAnthony Melton is a must roster player in fourteen team leagues. A potential yep. possible flirtation in twelve, because there's the only other guy you want to own on this bench right now is Tsunami Papi, who oh, I picked yeah. up in a couple of places, and again. We've got to give credit where credit's due. He is playing really well. 29 minutes, 7 from 17. Again, not great efficiency. He didn't hit a 3 today. 4 from 5 from the line. But we love the 5 rebounds, the 2 assists, and the 3 steals. Again, Mm -hmm. from Sonata. That's very good. Our next game, going through them. Wait, just just quickly. Just on that game? Well, take your time, baby. Take your time. Just want to give a – oh, thank you very much, gorgeous. Just want to give a shout-out to the big cock, Grady Dick. Uh, 16 points, four threes, uh, good efficiency. He got absolutely destroyed on defense. They attacked he was the not shit out of him when he was on But yeah. it was fantastic. Great shooting, Grady. What on your big cock? Love to see it. <laughs> you just wanted to say big cock, didn't you? Yeah, bloody ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Anytime God. I can appreciate another man's he made his way to the Orlando. If he made his way to the Orlando Magic and you could have just said Suggs Dick for an entire year or two, you'd have just been the happiest be, man in the world. I'd be so, the Timberwolves. so on it. The the, the Timberwolves got the W over the way. I know you were so happy having sex, Landon, in Cleveland. I know you were so happy with that for the very short time. And look, he's on your waiver wires. We're gonna. I'm just gonna play it because you know what? Pull over by this hot guy and let me out. Reed, ladies and gentlemen, Nas Reed is doing things over in Minnesota. He is notably their sixth man. He is. They're giving him those minutes now. I think they're starting to work it out. I had Minnesota, I think, on the over for the year. And they're looking pretty decent. I guess the the big news today was, again, 28 minutes from him, slow-mo out there off the bench. Because, again, you need to look at their starters today. And no one topped 20 points today. 
it was a really interesting one. This was a bench one driven by Nas Reed, getting the most shot attempts apart from Ant, obviously, for 15. But Nas on 14, you want to keep your eye on Nas Reed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I thought he, he's always got this ability in him. It's just that he's never going to go anywhere with being behind Cat and um, Gobert. So if he ever moves teams, man, he's going to be so good for fantasy. I can't wait to see it. But, um, yeah, this was like an all-round kind of thing by the Wolves. They just seemed to have yep. moved the ball around quite well. It was, it was zipping around. They were playing really, really solid defense. Granted, Heat didn't have Jimmy Butler. And uh, without Jimmy Butler, the Heat, aren't that great anymore, I don't think. So, um, but yeah, uh, Nas Reed, 25 and 8, plus 30 for the game as well. That's outrageous. Um, and then, yeah, and 19 and 7, we probably want a little bit more than that out of him, but that's all right. Go Bear, 14 and 14. Uh, Cat, 12, uh, 12 and 10. That's another game where they've both gotten over 10 rebounds in the same game. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, the Wolves are looking pretty bloody exciting. Um, I, I from an actual, I hate saying that. It sounds like an oxymoron, doesn't it? The Wolves, are, the Wolves are looking exciting. But you're right; they are yeah. looking like a competent. We've got to remember they pushed the. They went back and forth with the Lakers last year, who were, for all intents and purposes, the second best team in the West at the end of the season. They did that after a very riddled year. Cat being out, like you know, for a long period of time. This is a team we wanted to see, but he's rostered right now, and I'm just gonna. I'm going to say this. Computes acquired. Mike Connolly. Mike Connolly is still very, very good at the game of basketball, and he is available in 35% of Yahoo leagues. This is a guy who you want to stream in. He's insane from the, like, he's insane from the free throw line. Like, he hits his shots at a very good clip. Actually, not insane. He's very good at free throws. There you go. He's very good. But he has excellent floor efficiency because he spaces it out. He's going to get you some threes. He's a, he gets you some extra rebounds. He makes the plays. Like he runs as a general there. He's assists. He gets you steals. He, he's, he doesn't turn the ball over much either. Like he's very competent. So this is a guy that you want to absolutely target on your waiver wire, especially we'll get to the games ahead for the week. Um, going back out of that one, no real other news apart from the big news where Jimmy Butler didn't play today. And I was happy that, I was happy that yesterday – I was happy that yesterday we didn't speak after I called um, Kyle Lowry a corpse because then he had a decent <laughs> game yesterday. But yeah. look, we love the seven assists, the four rebounds and the one steal. But again, only six shot attempts in 32 minutes, yeah. one from five from three. He is not the Kyle Lowry at all. You're not going to expect the efficiency, but if you need to stream in steal, uh, sorry, stream in assists, Kyle Lowry is mm-hmm. a target you want to be having on your way yeah. away. Yep, it is. I don't even know why we're speaking about the heat. They looked absolute shit ass today. Um, they like their ball movement was crap. Um, yeah, yeah. Tyler Hero was the only one that was actually trying to do anything really. And then Bam yeah. kind of just looked like he, I don't know, halfway through the third, it looked like Bam just kind of like laid down and was like, ah, screw it, I can't be bothered, keep running it, uh, go bear yeah, anymore. Then, and yeah, we're not going to win. Fuck it. Yeah, it yeah, did. And the only big that. thing he was was the Jovic minutes. Just keep your eye on the Jovic minutes again. 21 minutes today, three from six from the four, two from four from mm-hmm. three, 11 rebounds, four assists, and a steal. I mean, eight points. If he gets some more looks and for some reason anything happens there, just keep your eye on Jovic long term over in yeah. Miami. Like, just he's always just, on, he's always going to be in consideration. Yeah, he's going to be in consideration. But also, too, that was without uh, Kevin Love and Caleb Martin both today. So it seems like those two are both clearly ahead of him. Um, Obviously, Kevin Love doesn't play anything over about 26 to 28 minutes. So um, if Caleb Martin's out, then, yeah, you can always give Jovic a crack. This is a day in our last game of the day. The Phoenix Suns getting the win over the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz played like, well, shit. Uh, after the end of the third quarter, they basically just packed it in. And this is why I'm going to say this right now. This is your buy low. And I am a Walker Kessler truther. I'm a Walker Kessler yeah. owner in quite a few leagues. So I don't know if I'm doing a service or a disservice here. Because, again, this is our first year doing the NBA podcast. So I don't know if I'm saying things that are going to harm me in my own leagues or not harm me in my own <laughs> leagues. I am yeah. not letting go of Walker Kessler. But there will be a dumbass. There will be someone less good. I will say they're not as good at fantasy basketball as me or you or someone else in your league who is a current Walker Kessler owner. Yeah. Buy low on Walker yeah. Kessler right now because the one from four is not good because two yeah. of those shots were threes now that they seem intent him stretching the floor. Yeah. But 
He has a willingness to do it, and I know that he can knock him down. He's already hit a couple this season, but his rebounding is down. His block shots are down. He is not playing well right now. This is a guy, again, if they go the same path as last year and they end up rolling him out there, they don't have a lot of senators. Yut Servant is the backup center on this team. There is no yeah, one yeah. in my mind that's really going to play center. I mean, John Collins is can play small yeah. ball. Collins and Olenek. Yeah, and Olenek. Olenek. And Olenek is yeah. the guy, but they seem like Olenek's going to get those minutes. I've always loved Olenek, but they're not going to play him in favor of Walker Kessler. They're just not no. like he's the veteran there. Like they're not going to play that. But this is your time to buy a low on Walker Kessler. Because especially if this continues for a couple more games, owners are going to be very frustrated by Walker Kessler and want to dump him. And you are going to get him from a bargain basement price. And he is currently not exceeding his ADP. He is not oh, doing no. anything near where anyone took him. And I know this as an owner of Kessler. I think in one league, maybe two of like the 12 that I'm in. But look. This is a time for you to buy low. Apart from that, nothing really flashed from the Jazz, mate. Uh, no, the I, I only have um, only have negative things to say about the Jazz. Uh, my notes from the game: uh, Kessler got absolutely exposed by um, Yusuf Nurkic. I thought Nurkic absolutely killed him. And yep. if other teams look at that as a blueprint, I worry a little bit about. Um, Kessler, uh, but yeah, sorry, I did have one actually. Keontae George getting the twenty-seven there minutes uh, because it was a bit of a blowout. Yeah, twelve, six and seven. Uh, that's nice. I mean, from uh, from the point guard, he, his efficiency is obviously going to be a little bit iffy just because he's a, you know, he's a rookie. He's still getting worked into it and everything. But yeah, it's what he can do, where he can be one of those players where he can get. He's got good athleticism, so he's able to get the rebounds from the guard position as well as the uh, assists because he can read pretty well. So. Um, yeah, I, um, if we can see more minutes of him, I still don't believe in Horton Tucker as a starting point guard at all. Um, but yeah. yeah, this game was bloody over early. It was. And I do love Beef Keontae, and my eye is on him again. He is, I don't want to play it again. I, you know, yeah. Just because. Targets acquired. If the Jazz continue to suck, they're going to roll out Beef Keontae a lot more. And he's someone you want to pick up in your legs down the track, especially if they're going to give him that role. And he is going to get seven rebounds, not every game. But the assists are there and running is that, you know, that distrib- you know, the distributor on the floor, especially when guys like Clarkson aren't having any minutes of it. The thing that I'm really, and I've been saying this another way of why I talk, I've been preaching from the rafters on Drew Eubanks today. In 19 minutes, six from seven from the field, five rebounds, two assists, two blocks, 12 points. If anything, in blowouts for a very good Phoenix Suns team. So when they're playing bottom of the barrel teams like the Jazz, and I won't even say that they're bottom of the barrel. I know they're they're actually, no, they're pretty bottom of the barrel. Uh, In the West, you and Nurkic isn't going to get that many minutes because it's going to be a blowout. They're going to just put, they're just going to put Eubanks out there. Just going to roll out a very, very, the guy who would have been, should have been the starting center after DeAndre Ayton went. They only got Nurkic back in the trade. The shadow. I call him the. I call. I call Drew Eubanks the shadow, because he has been living under Yusuf Nurkic for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And the shadow really performed well today. And if he goes down, which invariably Yusuf Nurkic will collapse into a paper ball at some point in time. That's the guy you want to pick up on your fantasy teams. Just keep your eye on Drew Eubanks. He is an absolute stud down the way. Skitty, it's time for us to do a um, Wait, ice cold. Oh, yo, I've got a quick one for you. Yes, please. Back and on thank the, you. Back on the Suns really quick. Yes, Mr. G. Back on the Suns really quickly. Um, Eubanks, uh, yep. if you're doing a multi for four rebounds, he's still paying about a dollar fifty to get four rebounds every game. It's easy money. All right, everybody. If Booker and Beal are out, for God's sake, be putting Eric Gordon in for 15 points because he's still oh. at two bucks. It's outrageous. And Jordan Goodwin for 10 points is still paying $2.18. I did all of that today. I missed I missed by a leg, but still, those ones have hit the last two games without Beal and Booker. It's just free money. Yeah, Goodwin's getting the minutes right there. This is, again, I guess I guess we could say, in to summarize the Phoenix Suns, Grayson Allen played better today, but we still think he's a dickhead. And, yep. like... That's fair enough. But Eric Gordon is obviously just comes into play there as like just the most dependable veteran on the team. He has really good chemistry with his teammates. He does everything across the floor, nine from 14 from the field. So again, roll him out there for 15 points in a multi 
or just even in your fantasy lineups when what he did yeah. today, that 21 points, he had that at half time and he sat for the rest of the game. Yeah, I think he only you know, he popped in for like a little bit in the third quarter and they pretty much pulled yeah, their starters. Sorry, like yeah. they had a bit of a run after that. I think they I think they played him like like five minutes and they were like, nah, we're done. Yeah. We're just just let's just cruise. Let's let's let yeah, let's let somebody else, let's let the Naz Little get out there and have a bit of burn. Pretty much is what they did today. Let's look at the week ahead for you. We'll do this one, though. I've got one question for you. Who is this? Who in the first is cold? And I touched on mine. Who's your cold? Well, mine was Zach Levine before today because I was handing out absolute shit to him. But You were absolutely visceral. Uh, I mean, look, as as you always say, we want – Good things for these players, Good and maybe I was the reason that I just put a spark plug up his ass and yep. helped him uh, helped him get up one. Uh, you know, don't no no, no 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 absolutely no no. Jake Skidmore, you watch your filthy, sexy mouth. I'm a hundred. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent convinced that Zach Levine somehow saw that clip of you hating on him yesterday, <laughs> hung over while you were having coffee on our live podcast yesterday morning, yep. and someone clipped that and said some fuckwit from Australia just said you're absolute dog shit. And they got that overnight. He's like, you know what? I'm going to drop 50 because I know that guy's going to put me into a leg tomorrow in a multi and I'm going to fuck him six ways to Sunday on his Sunday, my Saturday. And that's exactly what happened. And don't you take that away from yourself, Jake. You called it. Uh, no, you're right, mate. I do appreciate that. I, uh, I, uh, yeah, that's a real pain in the ass. But who do I think is cold to start the year? Cold. Um, it's cold from, uh, shit, I don't know, actually. I thought... I can't really think of one that I've been super disappointed with off the top of my head, really. From that one guy, like, one of your teams that you early. don't think is doing anything. One, what was that? Sorry, anyone from any one of your fantasy teams that you own that has been cold for you that you have not seen return. Because again, you could have said Fred Van Vliet wasn't that great to start the season. Then's had to turn it around a little bit. You can say this for I a mean, lot of guys. I mean, I'd be pretty. I'd be pretty pissed off if I was a Julius Randall owner because I know he's getting a couple of peripherals, but far out he's killing you in every percentages and he's not uh, bringing back any of the time. I mean, I don't have him in any leagues, but um, him, maybe uh, Dominate a little bit. Yeah, Aiden. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, he's been shocking. Yeah, yeah, Aiden. Yeah, if you picked him after, if you did a draft after the trade went through where he got to Paul and you were picking him around 35 to 40, ouch, that sucks. Uh, yeah, that's not very good at all. Um, Skitty, I sent you some facts earlier on on the back-to-backs and how the games are going to shake out over the course of the week. This is time for a little bit of a insight news, I guess, again, and update for the week that is ahead to get you ready for your fantasy weeks. So we're going to give you some targets to listen to. Indeed, this week going in for four games over the course of the week to make the most of all of it. You've got Brooklyn, Charlotte, Chicago, Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, Detroit, the Warriors, the Pacers, the Grizzlies, the Pelicans, the Magic, the Suns, the Trailblazers, the Raptors, and the Utah Jazz. On three games, guys like Atlanta, Boston, the Lakers, the Heat, the Bucks, Minnesota, the New York Knicks, OKC, the San Antonio Spurs, Washington, and on two game weeks, especially with this, is the Clippers. Their week is done on Wednesday. So if you have a streaming Clipper in there that you need to get, you can absolutely cut bait after Wednesday's game and bring some more value into boy your team over the course of the week, especially if it's like a, a Bones Highland or if you're not really keen or set on Norm Powell and you just want to burn that and you just, nah, you're not really worried about it because the guy's healthy right now and you probably can pick him up later. That's a team that after Wednesday only plays two. Joining them on the two-game week this week are the Houston Rockets, the Philadelphia 76ers. Again, only two games this week, and the Sacramento Kings. But, Skitty, a deep dive. Who are our back-to-backs for the week ahead? Yeah, so – sorry. And our so, light game days. So we want to look at light game days as well so when you can pick up some value. Yeah, yeah so our back-to-backs, Monday, Tuesday, we have Orlando. So that's uh, that's a nice one, a good start your week. So not a lot of waiver wire activity there. I mean, Cole Anthony could be uh, a certain pickup there. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, we have Cleveland, New York, and the Clippers on a uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, back-to-back. If the Cavs still have the same injuries for today, then we have a 
good amount of um Karis Levert, there. Karis Levert, Karis Levert, especially Karis if you're punting Levert, free throws. Yeah. Max if you're punting well. free throws and Max Struess, yeah. 100%. Yep. Um, we have Wednesday, Thursday, we have Detroit, New Orleans, uh, Toronto, and Utah. So there could be a little bit of value there. Jaden Ivey, if he's on your wire, um, that could be an all right one there. Um, Thursday, also, Friday, there's that- none. Sorry, go ahead. On that note, on that Knicks one, the Tuesday, Wednesday, just keep your eye on quickly. He is rostered in 68% of leagues. So he's available in 32% he, he, of Yahoo leagues. He should be in more. Like, he yeah. should be exactly – there you go. So that's why I bring him to yeah. your point. I've got him in a couple of leagues because I've just noticed he's just floating around the place because he'll have the game like today where he's inefficient and people will drop him. He's only 440 from the field currently this season. His free throws are good. Two threes a game, 15 points, four rebounds, three assists, and he's getting the – Turnovers as well aren't good, but quickly because Grimes hasn't shown out this season like I was hoping he would. That's that he, he takes his time to get going, Quentin. You take you do you, Quentin. Take your time. Um, again, you said Detroit, Jaden Ivy, Alec Burks again on him. Uh, New Orleans, they're pretty much stable right now. Yeah, yeah, I can't really. Yeah, I can't really pick one from there. I mean, Dyson Daniels, if you want to have the gamble, he's getting a little bit of minutes, he has good fantasy profile, but. I still would. I'd, I'd have other people to take over him. Yeah, peripherally, that's probably the only guy who's going to give you those other ones outside. They're the only other minutes leaders off the bench is Matt Ryan. But what is he going to do for you? Kira Lewis isn't really doing much. And Larry Nance is around. But look, today was not great yeah. for him. Only one shot. So, I mean, he's not going to really do anything. Like, there's no real performance bench guys that you want to zero in in for those guys as far Nance, as I'm concerned. Nance is interesting uh, because he is the guy that substitutes in for Valanciunas if they want to play smaller ball with Zion as the setter. So he's and he had a good run last year, but today concern me only had putting up one shot and not really being engaged. I don't know. I'm not Mm -hmm. seeing an engaged guy. So I would probably more look at the when like if you're looking for the Wednesday, Thursday back to back, oh the Utah thing after today. That really is a little bit tantalizing because beef Keonte if, if they're going to be against that, because you need to look at their opponents for the week ahead as well. And I think they're going to get some run out, out of that. And if Beef Keontae is on there and he's going to get some minutes, especially if they're just fed up with the Taylor Horton Tucker experience, he's mm-hmm. a pick up there. And Kelly Olinick as well, especially if Kessler yeah. gets exposed. Yep. Couldn't agree more. So uh, Thursday, Friday, none. Friday, Saturday, we have Brooklyn, Chicago, Denver, Indiana. Um, if Cam Thomas is still on your wire, I don't know why he is, but. Definitely have a crack. I mean, shit. Can, I, can not... I tell you how many? He's only still rostered in 71% of leagues. So these are leagues That's... probably, this is 10-man up to 20-man. So he's probably not taken in 10-man leagues. That's fair enough. The thing I find so good about Thomas is this is a free swing. It's your waiver wire acquisition. You take that. I know he doesn't do anything else, but... You can't be leaving 32 points on the wire each day. They have their full team playing besides uh, Whitehead, but he's not going to crack the rotation anyway. This is their rotation, and he is scoring 30 points per game off the bench in this rotation. So I think that, you know, he won't get, what is like, 50% usage or some bullshit in his couple of games. But still, you give this a crack. Even if he's getting you 20 25 points per game each. Who cares? That is so relevant to get that amount of points off the bench. Yeah, 100%. And to be fair, his field goal percentage is its elite right now. Like he's yeah, shooting over 600 is. from the field, which is ridiculous. Yeah. This is also a guy, can we just say, that is doing this. How many Random question. I don't know if you know this one. This was my game. The over-under for top scorers in the NBA this season. Number one is Luca, two is Lillard, three is Steph Curry, four is Cam Thomas, five is Shea. Yeah. Who is getting the most who is getting the least minutes of all of those players? It'd be it's Cam, Cam Thomas. Thomas. Yep. Yeah. 29 minutes a game. Can I just ask you though, what do you think the three-point attempts for him is? Who is the lowest three-point? Who are the two people in the top five who have the lowest three-pointers I, attempts in a game? And what would well, they roughly be? It'd be Shay and it'd be Cam Thomas, and I reckon Cam's yeah. probably on about two or three, and I reckon Shay's on about one and a half, two. Cam is jacking up four point five. Now, this is what well, the thing which gets me. 
He's only he's put up four point five threes a game on thirty three percent, hitting one point five. Sorry, so he's so he's shooting four point five a game, not he's making four point five a game. He's one. He's making you bang on the makes. He's making one point five threes a game. He's okay, shooting thirty three percent from the line. He has the same yep. efficiency from three right now on lesser volume than Damian Lillard. But the thing is to think about in this in the breadth of this is that the three guys who are above him in scoring are shooting Luca twelve and a half threes a game, Dame. 12, Steph Curry, 12. They are shooting 12 threes a game compared to Cam Thomas's 4.5 and Shane Gilgis Alexander's 3.5 games. And the points, like Luca's on 41, Dame's on 39, Steph's on 34, and Cam's on 33 points a game. It's nuts. Nuts. And Donovan Mitchell was right up there until today's game and he didn't play and he's just gone back down that list of top scorers when I did this exercise earlier. Because I was flirting with the, let, let me see who can compare. Let me play a fun. Is this is it Don or is it Cam Thomas game? That was going to be the game, but then oh, Don went out after it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, the back-to-backs are Charlotte and Phoenix and Sunday, Monday. Now, this is what we want to always feature on and this is what we love to talk about because we're doing this like now with a view to the week ahead. You want to look and secure your week with the Sunday-Monday rotations on the back-to-back set because you want to, if you're in a safe place, make sure that you maximize those ads to get burned for your Sunday games the day of into your next week to set you off right. There's four teams, Skitty. Who are those four that you're looking at at the end of the week? Yeah, so we got Dallas, Detroit, Golden State, and San Antonio. So uh, a couple of waiver wire abilities there. If Derek Live is on your waiver wire, you obviously go him. He's uh, he's looking good there in Dallas. Uh, not Curry or Grant Williams or anything like that. Uh, Detroit, we already said, Ivy and Burks. Uh, Golden State, that's an interesting one now with the news that Draymond Green is apparently going to play tomorrow uh, against um, the Rockets. Yeah, um, Steph Curry may be out as well in that game. So that kind of kills a lot of the Kaminga minutes. Um, so that makes that it a does. And Kaminga is injured as well. He's questionable to play uh, due to a oh, left okay. foot soreness. So it's the same. Yeah, so Kaminga is that one. It's a bit of one of these situations. <laughs> Or just a sore foot. Uh, you can choose your own adventure with that one. They both have left sore feet, him and Steph. Okay. It just sounds like a bit of a ploy because they are on the back-to-back for Sunday to Monday. That They're just going to be like, you know what? It's the fucking Rockets. We're not going to play. And then they'll do it the next day. So it, just keep your eye on that one. Don't think there's a lot of burn on that one. I think the curious thing, though, in the week ahead is to target the light games. Light games this week are the, on Tuesday. There's only three games. It's the Knicks versus the Cavs the Spurs versus the Suns and the Magic versus the Clippers. This is where on that Tuesday, Wednesday, back-to-back, like we mentioned, you've had the Knicks and the Cavs and the Clippers. So this is where on those light game days, you get the burn of those guys from any one of those teams, especially on the back-to-back for the Tuesday, Wednesday, especially with the only the three games. Look for targets like Karis LeVert and Maxi Struess, Emmanuel Quickly, even Quentin Grimes potentially for some minutes. Um, and in Clippers land, look, Bones Highland for some points and some threes and and Norm Powell if he's around on you because he's going to be a solid option. Covington is doing okay over there. He's not going to get you volume, but he can chip in a little bit across the board and not really and kook you in any way or form. But Thursday only has four games. And because there's no back-to-back on Thursday to Friday, you want to maximize those Thursday games and maybe look for a target from the Wednesday-Thursday because Mm -hmm. the Wednesday-Thursday on that four-game day, so there's the Raptors and the 76ers, the Pistons and the Pels, the Magic and the Jazz, and the Spurs and the Suns. So that makes your Wednesday-Thursday targets people from Detroit, New Orleans, Toronto, and Utah. So again, the Keontae Georges, um, the Raptors, anyone you like there to um, take a bit of a, a bit of a cheeky on in the Raps country? Nah, not really. Uh, yeah, I don't really like any of them. For fly. I mean, Gary Trent, if OG is still out, but other than that, not really. Their rotation's a little bit eh. But if Schroeder's on the if Schroeder's on your wild, yeah, yeah, Schroeder, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, get Schroeder on. He's he, look. He's not. Let me actually just do that exercise. I'm still seeing him around in some leagues, and I've just yeah. ticked on. Um, yeah, he's still around in leagues. But the other one is Grady Dick, as you mentioned earlier. Grady Dick is a really nice little source of points and three-pointers. But again, this is why we say from the beginning of this season, there's always going to be these guys who are available in that time. So you'd be able to get those on the back-to-back. Utah, 
like we said, Kelly Olynyk, especially if Kessler is getting cooked, because even though they love the young talent, they're very open to pulling him out straight away and putting them mm-hmm. on the board. Um, also in New Orleans, look, Valanciunas has been dropped in some leagues. He will still start. We'll see where that goes with him matchup dependent, but he still can be valuable as a stream target on these light game days because you're not getting it anywhere else. And as you said, Alec Burks and Jaden Ivey in the Detroit Pistons for the week ahead is going to set you up. But again, finishing up the week, that is what you want to back onto to finish off your week. The Grizzlies are down players right now. The, there's no real fringe plays you want to hold on to the 76ers. And the Cavaliers are just Cali- them and the Nets Cali- shorthand. Yeah. Kelly Oubre Jr., you want to get him in, and then you could probably burn him out. Nick Claxton's been updated with day today, so he could be back early this week. Cam Johnson, did I pick the wrong Cam is the question. That's for another edition because I was high on Cam Johnson to start the week, to start the year, and uh, I'm not sure how the Cam Johnson experiment is working out with Cam Thomas being the greatest basketball player alive. (laughs) I'm not sure how that's working out anymore. He's carrying that injury, Cam Johnson, so – um, he's still trying to work himself back into it. We know that he came back. Buy low on Cam Johnson. Do I like buy no, low guys? Do I just like to? This is what I expect. I did say. I did say this from the get go. I did yeah, say because we so knew he was fine. injured and he, he was going to start the season, but he was going to be a little bit injured. So this is what we just got to work through. Just don't do anything stupid with Cam Johnson. This is what we're riding through. Give it a week oh. or so, and he'll be back. You'll love this one. You'll love this one. NBA Player Awards. Our NBA player awards up here still. Player war awards, six man of the year. Yeah, Is Cam Thomas Cam, uh, already on it. There you go. <laughs> He's moved into 10 bucks for the year. Because if he comes out and oh, ends up being this guy. Good. Cam right, Thomas. I got him at 36. You got him at 36? Yeah, I got him at 36. Yeah. Halfway through that. Put that in the group chat next time you pass it. Screw it. I'm, I'm putting money on him now. He's now down to 10, and my guy Manuel quickly is at 750. That's us. By the way, uh, we had a bit of a chat. We do our Friday show together, the weekend heat check. Uh, we're going to start a bit of a punters club next week on that one because we just love to chat it out as we do it on the Friday afternoon or yeah. the Saturday morning live. We'll be doing that real, real soon. We'll catch you. This has been the crossover. Matty O'Brien joins me back next week. Big shout out to our sponsors, The Standard Squeeze. Get 15% off. Use the code INSIGHT15. And also, Ryan at Astute Newstead. Make sure you reach out to Ryan H at EganWealth.com. For if you ever want to know anything about your dream home, check out our guy. All his details are in the link below. Like, subscribe, do all the things. We'll check you soon, people.